Hey, hoop ballers, are you into sports betting? Do you want to know why a certain game has a funky line? Well, HoopBall has you covered. Today in sports betting is a great addition to all your handicapping questions with hosts Ira Silver and Devin Ellington. We break down game lines and future bets on all sports and try to make some money along the way. Follow us on Twitter at HoopBallGaming, at Ira Silver Magic, and at D-A-L-E-007. And download Today in Sports Betting in the App Store, Google Play, and available on Spotify. The following is a Hoop Bowl presentation. Hey everyone, welcome to a special edition of Hoop Ball's NBA Today around the association. I'm Brent at the Fantasy Dick on Twitter, and I'm going to bring you all of the news from inside the bubble from my spot safely out here outside the bubble. Uh, so let's get into it. Uh, nothing really big going on, right? Down in the NBA today? <laughs> Just kidding. Obviously, we have the postponed games the NBA players have done in to protest the actions of the police up in Wisconsin and around the country. I don't want to get political or, or into my personal feelings about this, but, you know, it's nice that they want to do something. Uh, I do feel like sports is an escape for a lot of people, though, and, and something we've really been looking forward to. And, and I think their responsibility is, as NBA players is to, you know, play their games. And, you know, I, I love that they're able to wear uh, their thoughts on their jerseys. It's great of the NBA to give them those opportunities. Uh, to do that and to express themselves, also to donate money from inside the bubble to charity, to try to take care of things that way. I think that's the way that you're really going to make a difference. Um, you know, all these big corporations, they use lobbies and spend millions of dollars to to help get their points across and, and legislation passed uh, to for their interests. So, you know, it's interesting why won't, you know, maybe the NBA players can get together and, and do the same kind of thing. Um, it sounds like most of the players wanted to play. Uh, I did hear a funny story about the the players meeting where LeBron James had had said, "You know what? I don't want to play." And Chris Paul stood up and said, "You know what? F you, LeBron. If you don't want to play, we'll play without you, or or something like that." I'm probably paraphrasing. You know, it's it's hard. You know, LeBron is is the leader. Uh, he may have seen, you know, these other other people getting involved. Um, other people's talking about protesting, and and he wanted to make sure, you know, as the as the face of the NBA, that that he got on on board with that. Uh, or maybe he just doesn't think the Lakers have what it takes to to win, and he saw this as an opportunity to back down. I don't know. I I feel like the NBA went to so much trouble to to build this bubble and spent, you know, Disney spent I think a billion dollars to to pay the players like three hundred million or half a million and. Uh, 100 million to build the bubble and 300 million to the owners and they were going to be donating money to charity but you know tensions are high in the bubble we've been talking about it on this show for a few weeks now you know the players are getting uh are going a little crazy down there you have them bringing in uh social visits uh maybe letting family in now that teams are getting reduced bringing in extra players giving people uh downtime but you can only do so much fishing and walking around Disneyland and going on the rides. These guys are probably getting a little crazy, but uh, 
They are millionaires who get paid to play basketball, and it's just a few months of their lives to do what they love to do and play a game at the highest level. So I think that is probably the best bet. Um, You know, I'm definitely not saying shut up and dribble or anything like that. You know, I love to hear their opinions. They have a great platform. A lot of people respect them and and listen to what they say. So it's really great to uh, take a side on a social issue. And that's what America is all about, being able to have free speech and and say your opinion. But sometimes, you know, you just got to play the game and, and do your job. You know, we all have to go to work every day and and feed our families and pay our bills. So it would be nice if if they would do that and, and entertain us because we're working hard to keep America going. We're all stressed out. We're all stuck indoors. We're all in our own little bubbles, just like they are. You know, ours are just in our homes. We don't get to be in Disneyland. Um, we do get to be around our families, but still, it's it's a big difference. So you know, let's get these games going again on Saturday. That's the latest word is that they're going to start up this weekend. So hopefully that goes forward as planned. We get some NBA on Saturday because we have some really great series going on right now. Luka couldn't relive the magic from the other game where he had that huge triple-double and uh, and beat the Clippers in overtime with a crazy step-back three-pointer, securing uh, the legend of Luka, playing injured. It seems like all great players have some injury in the playoffs that they overcome or, or illness. It happened with Jordan against Utah, LeBron, you know, getting over things, uh, Steph Curry and his knees. And these are just recent ones that I'm thinking of. You know, I think to be great in the NBA, you have to be overcoming something like uh, even Kawhi was playing in pain last year. Uh, Durant almost was able to pull it off, but his Achilles popped. But the way he was playing when he first came back after that calf injury, it looks like the, looked like the Warriors were going to win it. And then, uh, and then that Achilles snapped, and all of a sudden, everybody knew. Everyone knew that it was going to snap. Why would you play him? You're crazy. But you know, come on. I mean, you don't think they had 30 doctors looking at him and, and Kevin making the final decision? It was nobody's fault. But he wanted to play. But either way, uh, the Clippers came back, and just looking at Kawhi at the beginning of that game, he was on a mission. He was not going to let the Clippers lose. You could tell that that he was on a mission, and that just opened things up for Paul George. I think Kawhi, when I looked up, he had like 20-something points in like the first quarter or early in the second, and all that did was just open up all this space for Paul George to act, uh, to run around and, and get open. And and he hit man. He came through. And if if Dallas had won this game, uh, they you know it would a lot of it would have fallen onto Paul George and and his shooting and and how badly he's been playing. But uh, you know, really, this series has come down to unfortunately, like a lot of the NBA, it's come down to injuries and and well and technical fouls. So we had Porzingis getting tossed from that first game, just like how you know Draymond's technical uh, hurt the Warriors and uh, their run at another title. Uh, you have Porzingis getting tossed and, and technicals, you know, hurting the game. And, you know, the ref was a little quick, I think, on the Porzingis one. And then uh, now his injury and not playing, you know, that's a big difference. I think, you know, Dallas, if you really look at it, Dallas could have swept this series. And now and now they find themselves down 3-2. So I'm very excited for, for that series to pick up again. It looks like, um, what are we going to see? We're going to get that one on Sunday, I believe. Um, it looks like the games are going to start up again Saturday. Uh, let's take a look back at some of the games last week. 
that were that were fun to talk about. We'll just ignore this little blip here um, of postponed games. We also had Denver uh, getting one back on Utah, so Utah couldn't close it out. We'll see if that comes back to haunt them because Denver's such a solid team. Um, I you know I I thought I honestly thought Denver was gonna was gonna win that series. You know they were the three seed. Uh, Utah was a favorite uh, upset pick of of my partner Doug's. Uh, here on the podcast and some other folks uh, and William too, uh, big Utah guy thought they had the team to do it and you can't blame them. I mean they're a strong team. Uh, even losing Bogdanovich, you know, didn't seem to hurt him that much because Ro- Royce O'Neal really stepped up. Ingles has just struggled all year. It killed me in my fantasy league. I have him in a dynasty league. You forget Ingles is like 32 years old, so he could be done. I mean even though he's only been in the league a few years, he's been around. Uh, He's got he's got some mileage on them bones, <laughs> so watch out. But you know, I, I would I would think Utah. Do they play Saturday? It looks like uh, Utah doesn't play till Sunday, so they could close that one out on Sunday. And it's at Utah. It looks like so. I'd expect the Jazz to probably close that one out. They do seem to go with with however Conley goes. I mean, Donovan's just been amazing, putting up fifty points a couple times. He's just crazy, and, and Utah has all the pieces. They have the superstar in Mitchell. They have strong role players in Clarkson and Royce O'Neal and Ingles and uh, even Conley. I'd say pretty much the whole team is a role player except for Donovan and maybe Rudy. Uh, and, you know, they have Defensive Player of the Year Rudy back there. So, I mean, you have all the pieces of, of a strong, strong team, and, and that's why, you know, the West is so tough right now. And maybe LeBron is a little bit worried the Lakers don't have what it takes because at the end of the day, the Lakers really only have LeBron and, and AD. They, they're they not very deep. You know, getting Rondo back is going to be huge. But still, I mean, you're excited about getting your 30-something-year-old, you know, point guard who hasn't been able to stay healthy in the playoffs in years. That's your missing piece. So it's going to be a tough road for the Lakers, especially with how stacked Dallas is or the Clippers. I mean, whoever comes out of that Dallas Clippers series, I think, is going to go to the Western Conference Finals. They're just so strong. The Clippers are lucky that it's even uh, as close as it is and they didn't get swept. But, you know, Kawhi can do that. Kawhi can put a team on his back, and and that's why he was the biggest story of the offseason. Where was he going to sign? And getting him and George and with how deep they are, I mean, you know, I pick the Lakers to go to the finals, but I'm I flip flop on them and the Clippers all the time. Same with the East. There's no clear cut number one, even though the Bucks had such a great regular season. Toronto looks great. You know, Miami's been a lot of people's sleeper pick. I don't think they they have what it takes this year. They might be a piece away, but look, if Drogic keeps dra- you know draining seven to eight threes a game. On top of what you know, Hero and Robinson and those rookies are bringing you. You know, watch out because <laughs> he could. You know, maybe he's that other star, and they have that uh, Butler, Adebayo, Drogic, you know, trio there with with a lot of really good role players. So Miami is a is a scary, scary team. I like OKC uh, getting themselves back into it. Uh, it's tying that series at two two. That was a game I was disappointed uh, was postponed. Chris Paul. Seems to be on a mission. Wasn't going to let his team lose there. And, and, and SGA, Shea Gilgis-Alexander, he's the real deal. He's a star player. That's why he was the centerpiece of that trade. 
Uh, it's just a shame, you know, injuries again, Russell Westbrook not playing in the series and Houston, uh, Houston, such a beast on NBA 2K20. They just, they can run the whole game and never have to come out between Westbrook and Harden. That team is, is one of the most fun teams to play on 2K and, and it'd be fun to see them in real life running the court, playing how those guys are supposed to play together, having fun in that system you know, getting D'Antoni the the props that he deserves. And I believe his contract's up after this year in Houston. So it'll be really interesting to see where he ends up because there's a couple really, really nice uh, coaching jobs open now, uh, which kind of brings me into our our next thing to talk about, uh, coaches getting fired. We have Brett Brown uh, getting fired in Philadelphia. Uh, Not a huge surprise, you know, maybe a little, you know, it's tough when you when your best when your best guys gets injured, you know, it's hard to blame the coach. But but I think there there was there's a lot of problems there. First of all, they should you know paying Tobias Harris max money. He is not a max player, but there was a lot of pressure on them to resign him. And he frankly, you know, he let us all down. He I like Harris as a player. I love his tweets. He seems like a really good person. But he, quite frankly, he's just not living up to that contract and. You know, he just hit the jackpot. He was the anti Nerlens Noel when it came to free agency. He did exactly what he needed to do. Uh, where Nerlens, you know, uh, famously, you know, dropped the bag. And uh, you know, he's still a he's still a good player and has a couple of chances left to to earn that money. But you know, Toby Toby really uh, cashed in there. The other, you know, letting Butler walk. You know, people just keep thinking like, oh, Butler's gonna get hurt. He's he got too many miles on him, but he doesn't. He may miss a game or two, but the dude is a beast. And showing in Miami that he can be a good locker room guy if he respects the coach and the team. He obviously just did not respect his situation in Minnesota. They're making some moves, trying to turn things around, going a lot younger in their front office. Getting the 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 pick, the number one pick, is is huge. Although you know, I don't even know that there's a clear number one in this draft. But Anthony Edwards will probably be the number one, and he looks like a guy who's going to step right in and and be a and be a great NBA player. But it, you know, even even the best ones, even Trey Young, you know, struggled his first year. Doncic struggled a little bit, although he, you know, he came in. He's, you know, he's definitely uh, the exception when it comes to when it comes to rookies. Uh, and then, uh, yeah, what were we talking about? Coaches. So Brett Brown's gone. You know, I guess that you know sometimes just getting some new blood in there, getting a new system, can help a lot. I'd be interested to see uh, D'Antoni in in Philadelphia. That could be a, an interesting landing spot for him. Get those guys moving. Uh, get Embiid getting up and down the floor. You know they're coming down. They try to get into a set offense because they're because they're bigger. But I think you with with Simmons and those guys, I, I think they want to run. You got Josh Richardson. I just don't think Brett was either not utilizing the pieces that he had the right way, and he wasn't. Uh, that's why he wasn't maximizing what Harris can do. Maybe it wasn't all just on Harris. Maybe it's just not all on the players here. Maybe Brett's system just maybe you know he wasn't he wasn't maximizing what his players can do. Uh, so that'll be interesting. We have Alvin Gentry getting fired. Uh, oh, I did hear a rumor. I think it was for Mike Brown from the Warriors, the Warriors assistant coach who coached LeBron in, in Cleveland, uh, but but has been highly rated as a Warriors assistant coach. It's, it's hard to tell if Brown's getting <laughs> just because uh, he lucked out and, and got an assistant job on the Warriors, who are just a juggernaut, or he legit can coach. I mean, he definitely gets the players' respect, which in the NBA, sometimes that trumps X's and O's. So he could be a really nice fit 
into Philadelphia could be a good spot for him. Um, I could see him and Elton Brand probably working good together, uh, trying to set up, you know, how will it work with Simmons and Embiid? Can you get these guys working together or do you have to trade one? I mean, it sucks to have to trade an all-star and, uh, you know, those once in a those generational type talents, but sometimes it just doesn't work. Uh, Alvin Gentry in, in New Orleans, he's gone. What a great situation that's going to be for a coach down there where you got Zion. That was another unlucky situation with Zion just kept getting hurt or had to leave the bubble. And they wanted it. They kept asking him, you know, don't play him, take it easy on him. What a, I mean, that's so hard for a coach to be in that situation. It's going to be interesting to see who the Pelicans keep in the off season. If they, if they can keep, um, you know, Drew Holiday, they can keep Ingram, they can keep Favors and all those guys together for one more season. I They have to. We want a full season of a healthy Zion with those young guys around them, the way the balls emerged, uh, the way uh, Ingram's emerged. It's just such a great situation down there. But uh, speaking of uh, balls emerging, I did want to just take a moment to do a read here for our uh, one of our sponsors, Manscaped.com. Uh, you know, engineers did spend 18 months to redesign the greatest trimmer ever created, and they just released the new and improved Lawnmower 3.0. This third generation trimmer is designed to reduce manscaping accidents thanks to its advanced skin safe technology with a cutting edge ceramic blade. The Lawnmower 3.0 is a premium piece of equipment, 90 minutes of battery life, an LED light for cutting in low light scenarios and a 7,000 RPM motor with quiet stroke technology. Wow, that does sound high-tech. So to get your lawnmower 3.0, go to manscaped.com, use HoopBall20, that's H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L-20, to get 20% off and free shipping. That's HoopBall20. Get yours today and get trimming. So now back to the back to the NBA, back into the bubble. It's so weird, the bubble. What are we doing down there? I picture like a Stephen King novel where they have one of those glass domes over it. Um, or what was that John Travolta movie, The Boy in the Bubble? and uh, Or <laughs> the movie Bubble Boy. If you haven't seen the movie Bubble Boy, if you're too, uh, too young for that one, go look it up. Very, very funny. I believe it was, uh, was it, was that a Justin? No, that wasn't Justin Long, was it? I forget who played the Bubble Boy. But uh, great, great movie, cult comedy classic, definitely one to one to check out. But uh, back to the NBA, um, you know, is Portland? I think the Lakers are going to skate out of round one here because of uh, Damian Lillard. Now he had the finger injury, that that ugly dislocation on his finger, and now the knee injury. It looks like he's probably going to be out. Uh, I didn't check if you know maybe these postponed games will give him a chance to play or not, or or how serious that injury is. So I'll take a look here really quick and see what the old uh, interwebs say about Lillard. I always think Lillard isn't like an I A R D, but it's A R D at the end, right? Um, he's going to leave Orlando on Thursday and return to Portland. Uh, an MRI revealed a right knee sprain. Looks like they're not even sure if he can make it back. And he said he didn't said prior to play resuming Orlando, he didn't want to suit up if the team didn't have a legitimate chance to advance. So it sounds like, uh, Portland is done and Lillard is done. He's only been, you can only carry that team so far. Nurkic was an animal 
Knoll out there, you got to give that guy a ton of credit. I, I think I heard that Whiteside was playing with a, with a slight injury or something, but he looked a lot better in the last game. But, you know, the Lakers are just too much for them. Portland had to give so much just to even make the playoffs. It, you know, it was a great effort just to just to get in there. I was a little bit bummed the Suns didn't make it in. I, I'm out in Phoenix, and what a story that would have been going 8-0, and sort of like that movie Major League, you know, where they had to win the whole effing thing. I, I picture the Suns doing something like that and making that run and, you know, very excited for what the Suns can do next year. Another high draft pick too. But yeah, Portland done. Lakers are going to advance. Looks like Utah is uh, probably going to advance. And then the Clippers, Dallas, I really hope Dallas pulls out this next game. That would be really fun to to see a game seven there and and I love man I just love watching Luca play but the storyline of Kawhi you know going for a third title on a third team I mean do you gotta put do does that get Kawhi up there with greatest players ever if he can take a third team to the championship and win it I I gotta think so I mean who no one's ever done that I don't think I know Wilt has done it on a couple teams and you know a few teams have few guys have done it on a couple teams, I think, but I'm not even sure how many have even done it on two teams. So uh, let us know, comment here if, if you know, or, or tweet me at the Fantasy Dick and let me know uh, if you know of other players who have done that. But Kawhi, what do you think? Is Kawhi, where does that put Kawhi on the, in the spectrum of greatest players of all time if he's able to win a third title on a third team? And probably he would end up with another MVP award too on a third team. That would be something. Three finals MVPs on three different teams. This is something that's definitely within the realm of, of possibility. So I think I think we might be underestimating these days the greatness of basketball that we're getting to witness right now with rookies like Trey Young and De'Aaron Fox and Luka Doncic. Guys like, you know, those young guys who are just balling, balling out. And then you got Russell Westbrook. We just sort of like, oh, you know, another, another triple-double season. That's it. Just like three or four in a row. I mean, whoa, in today's NBA with all these great players around you and and relying on the three, you know, a guard who's averaging triple doubles years in a row. And we just sort of go, no, he's not MVP. He's too many turnovers. He he shoots too low of a percentage. Give me a break. The guy's averaging triple doubles. Like, are you kidding? Nobody's doing that. Even LeBron James isn't averaging a triple double. Give me a, that's amazing. I mean, even, and uh, like give Westbrook his due. And then Westbrook talking talks about Harden. He has to tell everybody. Westbrook has to remind people you're watching greatness with James Harden on an offense uh, with an offensive game that is unmatched. I mean, the dude care the dude shoots 30 times a game, but shoots 50%. That's crazy what James Harden is doing. And he makes it look so easy that we just we don't we don't get it. I mean, there's so much great basketball going on. Luka Doncic, the season he's having as a young player is unbelievable. You know, we need to be really, really excited about where the NBA is going. I think we're just so negative these days. And, you know, not to get off on a too much of a tangent here, but I think that negativity is really, it translates to all aspects of our lives right now. And that's why we're seeing all of these, all this craziness out in the streets. And because people are just... There, there's no positivity and whether it comes from the top down or, or not or whatever it, sh- it shouldn't even matter like people just need to be more positive we need to spread love and not hate and respect what we're what we're seeing here in the NBA and and I'm excited the bubbles continuing you know I hope they get I hope people 
you know, get their opinions heard. You know, I, people should have a right to express themselves. That's why, you know, that's what makes America great. It's what our troops fight for. It's what we all want. But, you know, at some point, every people need to just treat each other with respect, love one another, realize that people make mistakes and just get over it. And, you know, there are definitely things that need to change. It takes time. It's obviously taken a long time. But I don't think uh, stopping basketball is the answer. And we're getting to watch greatness right now. And I know for me, I'm stuck in my own bubble. Like I said here, I got four kids that are being homeschooled, working from home, you know, fortunate that I'm in a situation where I can do that. Uh, You know, I have trying to have some hobbies like doing this podcast and I do have a YouTube channel called The Middleman. Uh, it is a YouTube channel where I do like TV show breakdowns and breakdowns of uh, the Marvel movies and things like that. So I do have hobbies and that, that helps too. But, you know, I'm getting a little stir crazy getting stuck at home. So I know these players are. I know everybody in the country is. And, you know, tensions are high. Sports, sports is a great way to kind of release that stress, rooting for your team. Whether your team wins or loses, it's, you know, it's three hours of enjoyment that we get uh, this week. Again, I'm, I'm so hyped for these games to start. Uh, we looked back on the games. Let's look ahead. So Saturday, we got OKC Houston. Like I said, really looking forward to that one. Portland and the Lakers. We're probably going to see the Lakers move on, I would think, on that one. Uh, Portland has no chance, right, without Lillard? No chance. The other game this weekend, it's going to be Orlando and Milwaukee. Yeah, I think Milwaukee, you know, it looked like game one uh, where they lost Milwaukee lost that first game. I think they may have just taken the magic for granted. Obviously, the magic were missing. We're missing a bunch of their players that, you know, were hurt. Uh, Gordon, Aaron Gordon, for one, Isaac, you know, key pieces of their team. Vucevic is, is proven. I wonder if he regrets signing that long contract being stuck in Orlando. I mean, they have some nice pieces. Isaac, if he can stay healthy, is is a fantasy monster and, and super fun to watch real life. Gordon, I Gordon is what it is is what he is. I I, I think he um I just I don't I don't think at this point he's gonna make it to that next level, unfortunately, because it seemed like Sky was a limit for for his athleticism and his ability, but he he just can't seem to get to that next level. Markel Fultz, you know, he's playing like a really solid first pick of the second round uh not first pick of the first round but you know interesting player and and, you know he's still very very young he's he's a great defender he can get to the rim he he shoots the ball he could shoot a three but ben simmons can't shoot a three this guy and we and we don't uh people need to get on ben simmons about this it's crazy zion williams has a terrible shot lonzo ball has a terrible shot but they shoot four or five threes a game i think lonzo puts up 10 threes a game and he shoots a decent percentage you're telling me that uh ben simmons can't do that Ben Simmons can't shoot 30% in the NBA. That would at least keep people honest. Come on. Finally, Sunday's games. We got Boston and Toronto, the first in that uh, of the second round. Wow, what a series that's going to be. I think that's a game seven series right there. Toronto looks amazing, showing that, you know, Kawhi wasn't everything there and and showing that, hey, maybe they would have beat the Warriors if the Warriors are at full strength, even though I don't think so. I'm a Warriors fan, but I I think... uh, I think Toronto still would have lost that series, but really happy for them. It's a totally different situation than when Tristan Thompson, uh, after they lost LeBron, said, hey, title still goes, you got to go through Cleveland, and we all laughed it off. Not with Toronto. You know, they've had guys step up and and look like the real deal. Siakam, Lowry, Van Vliet is, Van Vliet is 
carrying the world on his shoulders right now. And Boston doing all this without Gordon Hayward. Hopefully they can get Hayward back at some point in this series. They real they're going to need him to get by Toronto. But Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum have elevated their game. Kemba Walker's strong, but you know you got potentially with Hayward there maybe four All Stars on Boston. You could argue, and uh, it's good to see Robert Williams getting some playing time. The Time Lord, I uh, love that guy's game. I have him in a lot of fantasy uh, dynasty leagues, hoping that he can be a block machine for me next year. Uh, for anyone who lost Isaac, you know Robert Williams could be that that blocks uh, that you are missing now. Um, we got obviously we got the Clippers, Dallas. We talked a lot about them already. Uh, big game uh, six there. Hopefully Dallas can pull that out so we can get a game seven just from a fan's perspective. We got uh, another game six in uh, in Utah. I think Utah is going to close out this one, but I, a game seven would be really fun there. I'm, I love watching those teams play. Some really strong talent there. Michael Porter Jr. looks like a steal, like we all thought he could be at, from 13 in the draft. Um, looks like the other games are to be announced as far as time goes. Milwaukee and Orlando were scheduled Saturday and Sunday, so I don't know what's going to go on there. Portland Lakers, Lakers are going to close that out. And then uh, Houston OKC, so are they saying they might play them back to back Saturday and Sunday? I don't know. We'll see. They have some games scheduled for Monday, so stay tuned on what games are going to be when. <laughs> I'll just be, uh, just turn it on TNT and, and just let it roll. Uh, and then when they're they're showing some old movie, I'll switch over to ESPN because that means I got the wrong channel that day. And uh, NBA TV, if I want to pay that six bucks a month, I had to cancel my NBA League Pass. Speaking of ripoffs, you know, before the the, the bubble started, all the games are going to be on TNT and ESPN. I'm like, why am I paying forty dollars a month for the League Pass that started charging me again as soon as they came back when I don't need it to watch any of the game? You can get NBA TV for six bucks a month, so the League Pass is going to have to revise their their strategy here nobody's gonna watch it i guess you can do the vr front row seats if anyone's done that let me know how that is it seems cool but i don't know i have those vr goggles on for 10 minutes and i feel like i'm gonna throw up 10 minutes what am i saying like two minutes and i feel like i'm gonna throw up i did it at one of those kid amusement parks when my kids had a birthday somewhere and i was supposed it was like that that fruit ninja game and it's really cool you can look all around you feel like you're in like the matrix or something and you're slicing you pick your sword and you're slicing the fruit but after like two minutes I was gonna yak so I had to give it up I can't imagine sitting there watching a whole basketball game with those things on so people say we're headed to you know do we live in a simulation is this world a simulation well they've certainly perfected virtual reality wherever whoever created what simulation we're in because you know the virtual reality that's within our virtual world apparently what some people think is terrible you would think that if we lived in a simulation that the virtual reality we created would be better, right? We would have some better instincts for it. Because I can't even imagine, well, people are like, well, look at, you know, 50 years ago, if you showed them an iPhone, they'd think it was magic. So imagine 50 years from now, and like, I get it. You know, technology is going to get better. It moves exponentially. I don't know, you know, is it going to get to the point where we can't distinguish between life and in the virtual world who knows maybe uh save this for another podcast we're talking sports here uh so you know you get you know i get thinking about these things with with bubbles and you know sitting at home staring at the wall waiting for the world to open up again oh hey how about movie theaters opening up again that's pretty exciting Uh, i'm gonna go out and see that tenant movie i think uh that looks really good, that Christopher Nolan movie where they're apparently, you know, some people move backwards through time and some move forward and you're catching bullets and guns. That looks really, really cool. You know, do you think do you think the movies are going to gonna open up fully? Are we going to see other things open up again? I don't know. I wouldn't bet on it 
anytime soon. But what I would bet with is my bookie. So, you know, say it with me. I've been saying it all podcast. Sports are back, baby. And uh, we've been waiting for this day. Uh, now sports are back. And uh, you have my bookie. It's a home run, a slam dunk, a triple overtime game winning shot all wrapped up and in, up into one. And I love it. You love it. And that should be all you need to hear in order to start betting today. My bookie is up to the minute odds on all your favorite teams. And with the start of the NBA bubble, uh, or the NBA playoffs, excuse me, uh, already kicking off, uh, there's never been a better time to start playing. We're moving forward to the second round almost, headed towards that championship game. And with my bookie, it's easy. You bet, you win, and they pay. You feeling good about your Major League Baseball team's chances this year? Well, be sure to check out my bookie's World Series future bets. Nothing shows you believe in your squad like betting on them before the season's even begun. But why stop at baseball? Smart bettors are always looking towards the future. And in this case, that means basketball, hockey, and football. Yeah, football's coming up right around the corner. My bookie is already accepting bets on all your favorite NHL and NFL games and on the NBA games that are going on right now. And there's never been a better time to start exploring the world of online sports betting. Join today and my bookie will match your deposit 100%. Plus, they'll toss you a free $10 in MLB future wagers. And all you got to do is enter promo called HoopBall when signing up. That's H-O-O-P-B-A-L-L, HoopBall. And remember, at MyBookie, the terms are simple. You bet, you win, they pay. Well, we're going to call this uh, this podcast a little short today, The around this version of Around the Association. If you enjoyed hearing from uh, just me, Brent, and that's uh, let me know at, at the Fantasy Dick on Twitter. Be sure to check out HoopBall website, all our Twitter content. If you uh, do daily fantasy or you're into betting, like through my bookie, you know, we have some awesome, awesome podcasts for that that are creating winners all over the place. If you're getting ready for your fantasy uh, dynasty league, um, I know we have fantasy dynasty rookie drafts coming up along with the NBA rookie draft. So you got to get ready for those. We have content for that. Uh, but I hope to hear you get hear from you guys next week. Um, check me out. Give me, hit me up on Twitter. Let me know if you enjoyed the show. Uh, happy to be here with you today solo. We'll see if it's just me or if I have a guest again next week. But that's uh, Brent for Around the Association at the Hootball Series of Podcasts. Thanks for listening. This has been a Hoop Bowl presentation.